Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to the Funny Business Podcast. Uh, we are on our third episode of this podcast, so if you've heard the first two, thanks for tuning in again. If you're a new listener, hope you enjoy the show. I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Matt, and alongside with me is my best friend, my roommate for life. That would be Mike. Mike, how's it going today? It is fantastic, Matt. Today is May the 4th be with you. I am super excited, as you can tell. Um especially since my girlfriend Jen has been watching the Star Wars movies with me. So she actually texted me today, happy 4th, and I'm like, yes! I'm like, That's... about time. Dreams do come true. Especially anybody that has a girlfriend that never watched Star Wars. So Yes, that is that is a big, big, uh, a big win in your book. Absolutely. Today. I actually didn't realize it was May the 4th today until I opened up Twitter, and then my whole timeline was spinning with Star Wars, which is awesome. I mean, I feel like this is like the one day of the year where, like, Sometimes I feel like Star Wars can get a bad rap, especially a lot of people didn't really like the whole new trilogy, but today's a day where all Star Wars fans can come together and uh, enjoy the, um, maybe one of the best film and book series ever made. Absolutely, Matt. And and to even think about it, too, with um, they, they actually just released a post on Facebook today, and it kind of had a message of hope, uh, you know, as corny as that sounds. And I think especially during this time, too, it really brought a lot of, uh, you know, good feelings. I get chills every time I see any commercial for Star Wars or anything like that, even if it's crappy or not. But um, I, I do have to say, Matt, I'm a little disappointed with Jenna because her favorite character. Now, we watched the way that we should have watched it. Four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. We're currently on two from that sequence. She absolutely loves Jar Jar Binks. And I'm like... Oh, Jenna. He's not the worst. He's not the worst, but he's annoying. (laughs) Yes, and he's definitely not like anyone's, well, shouldn't be anyone's favorite character, but she still has, what, four episodes left to go? I think think that'll change. Hopefully it'll change over time. I think it'll change over time, but remember we thought that Jar Jar Banks was going to be like an evil emperor come the the latter series, 789? (laughs) Yeah, that was was wild. Quite the rumor. Such a character he is. Quite the rumor. But, you know, Matt, speaking of aliens and all that, we're going to jump into my entertainment topics for today. Uh, We were were at the beginning. I was like, Matt, you take this turn in introducing the podcast. So hopefully that was fun for you, Matt. And uh, now you get to know the stress that happens with me every time. So Absolutely. (laughs) But uh, speaking of aliens, Matt, thought I'd bring a a topic today of interest. And I think it'd be kind of cool to kind of talk about what we believe in. I mean, obviously, we've kind of talked about church a lot, so we all kind of know our, our religious beliefs, but um, I'm a big fan of hearing about other things that people believe in. Um, this past Monday, uh, the Pentagon actually released UFO videos of what it apparently is UFO videos. And I, I don't know if you had a chance to see the pictures or not, Matt, but um, obviously the the imagery, images and the, the video taken and the objects that were flying through the air certainly looked like a ufo but my first question to you is actually do you believe in aliens and why haven't we seen them yet up until now at at least the physical presence all right so aliens are definitely real and that definitely was a ufo so like we i think we'd be pretty dumb if we didn't or if if we all thought we're the only things like human beings in the universe i think there's definitely i don't know what planet i don't know what they look like i don't know how they communicate to each other but they're definitely out there. Like, we can't just be the only ones like this. Um, why haven't we seen them yet? Maybe they don't want us to be seen. Maybe they don't even, they, Maybe they don't know we're here, just like we don't know they're out there. Maybe know? they're in quarantine. 
They could be in quarantine. Maybe <laughs> this coronavirus is from Mars. We don't know. Ew. <laughs> That'd be disgusting. I, you, nev- you never know. I mean, you never know. I I personally, I mean, I think the whole conspiracy, I mean, it, obviously, if, if anybody doesn't realize this by now, we're talking about conspiracies and things that are the paranormal and unnormal as far as what we consider. Um, but, but especially, too, when I saw those two videos from the Pentagon, I was convinced I knew aliens. See, now everybody's going to think that we're both freaks of knowing that we believe in aliens. But I I think ideally one of the biggest things that I think we both can agree on that is somewhere close to home is Area 51. And Mm -hmm. with Area 51, they almost had a big kind of invasion i think it was early was it earlier this year or it like... was like september i think it august was... <laughs> september yeah that was awesome i was all in for that i mean the news stories were just awesome the, the i think the best video i saw that was some guy that was like reporting live on the scene and there's a guy like naruto running like right behind him it was so hysterical i did it was awesome i didn't hear any casualties but that just convinces me that there's at least something that the government and I, and I hate to throw a government conspiracy in, but the government doesn't want us to see. And the one thing that I think they don't want us to see is aliens. And I think aliens are the, the biggest thing that I think the government nor anybody else wants us to see. I, I don't think that it would be good for society if we did know that there were aliens here. I think people would go insane. It would just cause chaos in the streets. streets. And then we, like if like if Area 51 is the place they keep them, People would be trying to break in left and right. And oh. I just think it's better off if we kind of know, quotation marks, know that they're there, but we don't know that they're there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I know what you mean there, Jellybean. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, especially with, with these released footage, um, you know, of course, everybody, the conspirists, conspiracy theorists, is that the correct terminology of an individual? I'm going to go with yes. Yeah, a conspiracy theorist. Yep. Yep. They believe that, obviously, since it was released last Monday, we're in quarantine, we're in this pandemic. It was like, you know what? The government thinks it's a perfect time because we're too busy worrying about ourselves right now. So um, I think it, it, it's that's not the case. But I also think, too, that while we're staying at home, it's kind of like, oh, like, let's just release these videos for fun. <laughs> I don't yeah, think I that's mean, my take. <laughs> if May brought us aliens, what's June going to bring us? Like the Loch Ness Monster? Oh, my gosh. Or, or like what's next? The Chupacabra? Chupacabra. Yeah, <laughs> Say that five uh, times fast. <laughs> I, I always wanted to ask you this question. Where do you stand on ghosts? Do you think they're real or not? See, I actually was going to bring this sec- this topic up too as far as like the paranormal. Like aliens are one thing, but ghosts are another thing. Um, So obviously in our religion, we can't believe in ghosts. But I feel like there's some strange paranormal activity that goes on sometimes. I mean, especially with, I mean, I know they kind of emphasize it and they kind of exasperate it a little bit more. But as far as those ghost hunter TV shows on Discovery or ghost adventures, like there's got to be something that is causing such audio or causing such activity that goes on that, you know, I, I really don't think these guys are paid actors that are in the show. But do you believe in ghosts, Matt? I don't and I I just I don't trust any of those those TV shows. Like I used to watch like Catching Bigfoot because the people in there were hysterical. A Sasquatch. I mean, they would take <laughs> they there would be two people that go their separate ways or two groups of two. They would go those separate ways in the woods. One would bang on a tree 
and across the forest, they'd hear the banging of the tree. They're like, oh, that's a Bigfoot. Like, no, that's just your buddy that you told to bang on the tree like 20 minutes ago. So I really can't believe any of those TV shows. And I know, like, they do pick up some stuff. And maybe there's weird coincidences. But I don't know. I, I don't fully believe in ghosts. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the imagery, I mean, what what's one thing that, oh, like Gettysburg. Like, something close to home for us is Gettysburg. Like, there's always the belief that in the battlefield, you'll kind of see ghosts and on the battlefield or whatnot. Or Alcatraz is another thing that people will see images or, or they'll see things. But anywhere closer to home, I mean, I, I remember seeing on TikTok, there was like somebody was in um, the, wow, Constitutional Hall, I guess that's, wow, here's my landmarks, the Constitutional Hall of like Philadelphia, where they like signed the Constitution. Like yes. somebody yep. saw somebody in a very much so European 1970 like look um sorry 17 se- wait 1770 yeah 1770 look if it was 1970 it'd be a little weird but <laughs> yeah, be a, uh, just a little off yeah I, you know how i remember that how i literally said on a scale of one to america how how, mm. how free are you tonight and i thought well i'm a 1776 so <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how i remember my uh my dates guys is is really bad pickup lines so <laughs> i think it's also with ghosts i think if you want to see it you see it if you don't want to see it you don't see it type of deal so maybe i'm just one of the pre- people person out there that doesn't believe in it so i don't think i see it there's probably people out there that believe in a hardcore and maybe they think they see things that maybe they did see maybe they didn't you know who mm-hmm. knows yeah yeah <laughs> wise words of a famous movie i see dead people <laughs> That's it. i've never seen that movie <laughs> neither have i <laughs> okay good i just know, i just know it's person. it's quoted too frequently as far as uh you know when we start talking about the paranormal or whatnot but yeah. um matt any final like conspiracies not related I, I let's stay away from government conspiracies because i feel like that's kind of like a a little yeah, hot topic that's, but that's a dark road to go down uh let's see uh dinosaurs did they did they live or not did did they live or not well no no when, when i'm thinking of dinosaurs what am i thinking of how did they die? How did they die? That's the big yes. Uh, Were they alive? Yes. It's been a rough day, folks. <laughs> I mean, I, again, there are so many things that I believe that goes against religion as far as like us like believing that dinosaurs existed and that's how the earth was formed and, yada, and all these things. But bones don't lie. <laughs> like bones are, are definitely ways. I mean, unless that's another conspiracy theory that the government wants to hide from us. But uh, I, I think with the dinosaurs dying, I totally believe it was some type of meteor. And uh, only yeah. reason because of um, Pangea, uh, for those who don't know, a little history lesson here. Pangea was technically all the continents put together. And there's only one way that those continents can be separated was either a massive er- earthquake or a massive explosion. And I really think the massive explosion happened because if it wasn't for if it was an earthquake, we would totally see it in the earth itself. I always wondered if it was like a, a combination of events. So like an earthquake and maybe like a volcano eruption that went off with it or something like that, or like a giant tsunami or something like that. But I, the meteor is probably the safer option and the more logical reason to go with. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think it's a little, little more, a little more chaotic. <laughs> yes. I, I totally see like hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes, meteorites, like all these things coming down together to the dinosaurs itself. But um you know i i think uh 
I think I think certainly there's some type of cause. I don't think they just naturally died off. Like I think no, absolutely, yeah, that. absolutely not. Definitely, yeah, it's not like a person definitely killed like the last living dinosaur. Like there's no way that would have happened. Yeah. Well, speaking of dinosaurs, Matt, moving on, a nice segue to the next topic. I kind of challenged us last week to come up with a top 10 list of fast food. Well, uh, sorry, my apologies. uh, Chain restaurants. Um, Mm -hmm. Definitely well reviewed and all that. But I thought speaking of dinosaurs, of us two dinosaurs that used to party all the time. Not really, but but a little bit. um, I'd like to challenge us to come up as far as our own opinion and something that could be agreed upon. The mm-hmm. best darty. Now, for those who don't know what a darty is, it's a daytime party. And we have no budget. There's no budget in which, you know, we have a maximum amount to spend. So, Matt, what would be the first thing in creating a darty you would have? It's the most important part to any party you or darty. You have to have a good speaker. Have to. Now, I'm going to counter it, Speak, Matt. Sp- oh, okay. What about a well-known DJ? Um, I think you could avoid a well-known DJ if you just have like a really good playlist. Like if you just take the time ahead of time to know that you want this to be the best dirty of all time, just make your own playlist and you're set. But if you don't have a good speaker or one that like the connection fades out once in a while and then the music stops playing, then it kind of like dampens the mood. So yes, I think DJ could be important, but I think either you could have a good dirty without a solid DJ. I, I okay. I, I I will agree with you on that. But uh, but I think Matt to even expand your your speaker a little bit more. I'm thinking location, man. Like where to have it. Mm. If we were able to rent out a mansion, so we yeah. rent out the mansion. But here's the thing: that mansion includes speakers in every single room, including the bathroom. Every single room, outside, inside. That way, no matter where you are in the party, it's not obnoxiously loud in one place or obnoxiously quiet in the other place. It is super consistent, and I feel like that would honestly be a positive to our party is having that surround sound speaker or speakers in every house type of deal. Because I've seen it in houses. Not that I've ever had a house that had speakers in every every part of the house, but it had, um, you know, I've seen it in like what, pimp... Uh, uh, MTV cribs and all these million dollar houses that I like to watch on YouTube because you know think big dream big do big so <laughs> no that's a good one because like sometimes like if you're outside and you go inside maybe just grab a drink or like go to the bathroom sometimes you're gonna miss a good song so that that's a good idea you know speakers in every room that way you, you never miss a minute of the action especially like you know a thousand miles or Sweet Caroline or yeah. you know I, like I'm just, Mr. Brightside Mr. Brightside just, I want to dance with somebody like. I could still go to the bathroom and still listen to the great words of Whitney Houston. So, <laughs> yep, yep, because you never want to miss out on a good song. No, that can ruin a dirty. Yeah, big time. Big I think time. Matt to double up on uh, you know, what else we should bring? Well, host, I should say, to host this darty. I feel like the food's the important part. Food's a big part of it. I, for like for me personally, like I don't like you need to eat a lot so that you don't get too sick. But I don't want to eat like of like a full course meal. Like okay. I just want like a snack here and there, maybe not like just chips or something like that. Maybe it's like appetizers or like orders, which I guess is just the fancy name for an appetizer or something like that. Um, and then maybe like wash it down with like some pizza at the end of the night oh, or something pizza. like that. Just kind of keep it like keep it kind of low key with the food. So what place would we want 
this darty to so like i said no budget who would we want to cater to this cater. occasion well if we don't have a budget we could do two different places okay i'm okay with two so, so i don't want to go thinking, too crazy with like no, 16 no, 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 different no, no. like places i no, mean like we could not. but <laughs> we could but uh so chick-fil-a Oh my gosh! Could you imagine <laughs> all Chick-fil-A the the, the chicken nuggets and all? Like, imagine you could just like get lost in the sauce and have this like yep. big tub of sauce that like I mean it'd be a little disgusting, but just like, like you a just, pool of Chick Fil A sauce, like a little ladle that you could put like the sauce and like your plate and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, I think Chick Fil A would definitely be a good like lunch thing. Uh, dinner was dinner was a little more difficult. I feel like to just pick one. I don't know if you had one in mind. Wouldn't that be considered? I mean, I. I don't think there's really a rules in a darty, but like, wouldn't that move into more of a nighttime party if you think about it? Well, yeah, that's, I guess that's true. But maybe like the second half of the darty. Yeah, second half. I mean, yeah, still got to party hard, man. Because yeah. <laughs> like Chick Fil A is a good one, but some sometimes you want more than just like chicken nuggets and stuff like that. Yeah, I think um, if it, you know you're talking the pizza route. I, I see here's here's us a bunch Jenna, Jenna was being very particular about me she's like you never said like anything healthy it's just a lot of fast food places on your list last week and I'm like I know that's what Matt and I follow with like that's just it is what it is we don't have these dad bods for <laughs> no <laughs> I think Domino's would be a good host because then you'd be able to double up on okay can you get a pizza later that night but then all the, like the appetizers and there's there's a couple options that you can work with as far as what Domino's can offer um you know especially like the I mean if people want to continue with the chicken route like they can go with the chicken route and then there's like uh, I'm just trying to think like there's mozzarella have, sticks their oven based oven baked uh, sandwiches are really good okay I, yeah I do get them a lot yeah and they have some pasta and they even have salad too so, the healthy choice the healthier choice hosting dominoes having a salad calling it healthy <laughs> but i think i think the food is is the good direction so i think chick-fil-a for most of the day and then having um dominoes is kind of like the the mid-afternoon cater and like wrap up for the night so i think we I got think the music solid. we got the music we got the food let's expand on the venue a little bit because i said a mansion mm-hmm. what do you think ideally well so we would include in this mansion if we had the choice like a no budget, I think it would be cool to have one like right by the beach. Oh, so you could like go out play some beach games, like beach volleyball or like spike ball. That's another one too. We can talk later about private beach activities. Private private beach. Yeah, private beach. Yes, private beach. Absolutely. You don't want strangers walking up and stealing your food. Crashing the party. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I definitely. I I almost went the pool route actually. Pool would be a good one too if if we couldn't get one of the beach. I mean, you could even have like a small pool and then like you know venture out on the beach for like a few hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I think that too. Um, but I was thinking more so like I I, I feel like a darty involves being outside. Like mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, I don't even think we need a. Uh, you know, honestly, like, I don't even think we need a mansion. So I think we may actually size down a little bit. Like we just need a place. That can offer, I would say, five bathrooms. <laughs> oh, we don't, you definitely need more than we, two bathrooms. We yes. don't need a mansion, but five bathrooms. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I, I think, honestly, like, for those people that, like, aren't, like, too big of being outside, like, I feel like if there was, like, the kitchen slash, like, social area, like, I'm not expecting this big dining room area, but maybe if there's, like, a lot of high tops and tables and chairs that actually would leave there's like glass doors that would lead to the beach that would actually lead to outside and like kind of the garden area so that way there's like enough room where you're able to get your food 
but then you're also able to kind of still stick with the party as far as that, then you would need good speakers. But I feel like we could kind of work it out with the speakers as far as having speakers near the house and then pushing it towards the beach. Yes. Yeah. Definitely being outside is the best part of a darty because like the weather is nice. You're feeling good. You're in like a t-shirt and shorts or maybe like a tank top or something like that. So yeah, definitely, definitely need to have like a nice outside area. Cause otherwise if you're inside, then music gets too loud and people start talking and then it just gets too loud and you can't hear anything. Maybe we're just old. I don't know. <laughs> See, but... speaking of dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> now you said um, Matt activities. Yes. So the activities is a big one because you can't just have like one game to play. You have to have multiple because people don't want to be waiting for their turn to like play cornhole or whatever it is. Um, but cornhole, I think, is definitely one that you got to have. Cornhole is fun to play. I just played cornhole this weekend. Uh, spike ball is a lot of fun. We were watching spike ball, college spike ball, because there's nothing else to watch on with sports. It's intense. It is like, intense. It's, it's very intense. Like it makes us look like really bad because those people are really good. <laughs> um obviously we got to have maybe some like safe drinking games to play so people don't get too obliterated and are able to still enjoy the dirty i feel like Uh, having like five tables of of beer pong yes like all next to each other yeah yeah if it's a large group yes yes absolutely um and then trying to think you ever play horseshoes this is i have i actually you know i it, it is Do you one, enjoy it? It's one game that I actually like. If I played it every like spike ball, if we had it out and it's like, hey, let's play spike ball every day, I'd be okay with that. Horseshoes, actually, you know, what? I I can I can agree with that too. Like I I like I actually like horseshoes. Like it's I, a little challenging. I've never actually, yeah, I've never played, and like I just maybe it's just because I don't understand the rules, but like people love it. But I don't know, like. If that's a good dirty activity, horseshoe just popped in my head, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I never really thought of that." Like, do you think that's a good dirty activity? I feel like you could have. I mean, again, no budget. I feel like you could have that at the beach. Like, you could have like maybe two games Ooh. set up, and that's true. like two games set up. I'm also thinking too, Matt, because it's the beach. Volleyball is another one oh, too. Like, absolutely, volleyball or or some combination. You know, I feel like it's a darty. I don't think anybody plays the rules of volleyball <laughs> the way that it should, but um. I, yeah, volleyball would be another one. Cornhole, beer pong. Um, trying to think what else would be a good good fit for. Actually, let's let's talk about this because I know we're talking about like we need five tables for beer pong. What's the estimated amount of people that we would bring? That's a tough one because um, you don't have too little, but you don't have too much. I think like around like forty is. 40 maybe 50 max is yeah, i was gonna do. say that i was yeah, gonna say i think yeah because yeah, 50 is definitely the max because i feel like we we've we've experienced parties of 30 before yes and it was a cl- close proximity <laughs> house and it was doable but it was a little crazy to- totally not recommended by the cdc at this point no, so. <laughs> no. do not do plan your perfect already until COVID-19 is gone. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, this is not us. I think we're just getting a little bit of spring fever because we had a really yeah. nice, uh, this past weekend, a really nice day for for the weather and the sun. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I think down down around 40 to 50 would be a good start as far as inviting people. I mean, you know, you, you invite your friends, you invite your significant others, your your best friends. And then, of course, like some best friends want to invite their significant others and, and be able to work it out. So I feel like you could build up enough where you have that combination of 40 to 50 people. And some of your close friends too, because I feel like you can't have a, a darty without 
the people who make it a party, which is your your best friends. So yeah, you got you definitely got to have people to talk. to. I mean, I invite you, Matt. Like that's kind of just like the obvious one, but wow. <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> I said I would invite. I would invite you. <laughs> yeah, because you have to. Yeah. Well, I mean, because you feel obligated. I. I... <laughs> Not because you love me. <laughs> oh, Matt, you know I do. You know I do so much. I wouldn't be doing a podcast with you if I didn't. So that's true. That's true. Very much true. So, um, I feel like to top the darty, I feel like a campfire or a bonfire is necessary. Yes, not too big though, because. If it's later in the night, things could get dangerous. People are trying to jump over the bonfire, the campfire at times, or, you know. Or, you know, if you go to roast a marshmallow and then it catches on fire and then you try to, like, drop the stick or the stick goes flying and the marshmallow burns someone. Uh, There's a lot of dangerous things that can happen with a bonfire, but yes, it definitely has to be included. <laughs> uh, Matt, any uh, finishing touches to our darty? Because I feel like we, we've came up with a good good list of things that we need. You have to have a good mix of alcoholic drinks to have, yeah, I mean, also non we, and non-alcoholic. We, we kind of like, forgot the whole... You also got to have like a wide variety of drinks. We kind of forgot the whole alcohol slash drinks type of deal. <laughs> yeah, because there's going to be some people that maybe have like one drink and then one drink like water or iced tea or lemonade and stuff like that. What, why, why not a bar? Like what if we have a bar, like a, a no, like a, I mean, I want to call it a cash bar, but just like a an open bar. Just like a bar, like the store, the alcohol. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, you definitely gotta have you gotta have a place for the food, a place for the alcohol, but they gotta be like close together too. Mm-hmm. But a bar, I mean, you can't go around with putting a bar yeah. in. I feel like having like two to four four bartenders, like, mm-hmm. and they're part of the party too. So like, oh, absolutely. Obviously, they can control the amount of liquor, and and you know, if people want to come up and you know get another drink, like there's totally that. But then there's also the water and the sodas and the sprites that like bartenders can do and be a part of. So. Um, but I think to wrap up, I, I think the one thing we need is responsibility and everybody goes home either on a bus to a hotel or the Uber's paid for. So, <laughs> yep. Yep. I think if it's a destination dirty, I think you definitely got to have like a party bus. Yeah. Party bus that, that already has the party with the drinks and the non-drinks yes. and the, the, just the bumping music yep. and the or, music. or just have, just has designated, uh, designated driver yeah. is the other option. And the music from the party bus carries into the darty house. Like yep. there's no trend, like there's, there's Correct. no transition whatsoever. Like it's strictly like you get off the bus and it's still the same music that you're hearing 30 seconds ago. That's I just, think we should go into the dirty planning business. Oh, dude, funny business, funny, funny business hosting darties. Like, <laughs> I can see it now. If we have an investor that wants us to to hook us up, please, please email us at uh, funnybusinessentertainment at gmail That's a legit email, guys. You can is, email us if you have any suggestions <laughs> or comments or questions. You know, hit us up. Let us know. So, um, speaking of parties, Matt, there's a lot of embarrassing things that happen during that time. Uh, moving on to our final segment, we obviously are, are not going to embarrass each other too much, but I wanted to come up with, cause I think we were talking about it when we were playing Fortnite the other day is talking about some embarrassing stories or things we know about each other respectively that I feel like we're comfortable to share on the podcast. So obviously I have something that I know of Matt. That's like, I don't want to say it's embarrassing, but like, it's kind of like unique. Let's put it unique. And then there's something that you have of me that's super unique or super embarrassing. Um, I'll go first because obviously I came up with the uh, the segment itself. Um, 
So the way that it was brought up actually was um, there was a live stream going on of our state hosting their conferences about this coronavirus, still in the recording mode of quarantine. Uh, and there was a metaphor that came up that from our governor that said that it's just like riding a bike. Matt doesn't actually know how to ride a bike, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, 24 years old, and I cannot ride a bike. So I'm cu- it, I'm curious to know, Matt, like, why? I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't have a good answer because, uh, well, what my mother says is when I was little, they tried to teach me, and I, I would throw a fit. So then I they just stopped trying to teach me how to ride a bike. But now I'm 24 years old, and I want to know how to ride a bike, and we don't have a bike here at the house, and quarantine's probably the perfect time to learn how to ride a bike. But, yeah, I would, like, hang out with friends, like, over the summer in, like, high school and middle school. And, like, they'd be like, hey, man, like, I have a spare bike. I want to use it. I was like, nah, I'd prefer to just walk. Like, I didn't really, like, <laughs> tell a whole lot of people that. Because I feel like it is a little embarrassing. Like, everyone, I, I feel like everyone knows how to ride a bike, except for me. So, if if I bought you a bike, Matt, and I taught you how to ride it, would you not feel embarrassed of me teaching you how to ride it and like putting like training wheels on it and like holding the the seat the 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 seat the back of the seat and like just holding on to you to balance? Any way I get to learn how to ride a bike, I will do without uh, complaining because <laughs> I just feel like I don't know. I feel like riding a bike's fun and like I wish mm-hmm. I knew how to. But obviously, it's not like it, it's it's hurting like your self confidence or anything like that. Like you use it as like a, an icebreaker for like two truths and a lie. I do because it's something unique that not many people can say they don't know how to ride a bike. <laughs> I just I just find it so like it's it's unique. Like I said, like it's not embarrassing. Like it's just unique that you feel like everybody learns to ride a bike like in their days as a child or whatnot. And I've had many bumps, scratches and bruises. I participated in bikeathons and all that, the bike hike or anything like that. It, and it really it's it's fascinating and i feel like i didn't know about it until i think it was when we were roommates for the first year i knew you before we became roommates but like i didn't find out like until later on the year of us being roommates like it was like the last semester of our sophomore year that i didn't know and i was like wait what (laughs) yeah not many people learn how to drive a car before they learn how to ride a bike but i will be one of those people (laughs) i will definitely be one of those people Oh, man. Now, Matt, I'm curious to hear what embarrassing or unique thing that you will share with our uh, funny business audience that you know about me, good sir. I think the most unique one would have to be that we were roommates for three years in college. And I don't believe it was it wasn't until I think after we stopped being roommates. No, meaning meaning that like. We Mac graduated. I was moving yes. to something else. Like it yeah, wasn't. We were like still a, it wasn't a fight. <laughs> Correct. Uh, till you found out you were pronouncing my last name wrong for like five years. So my last name is Summers with an O. Mike would pronounce it Somers. Yes, I, and I never told him for five years. And it wasn't until we were, um, I think it was 2018 that we were hanging out the one time and your, your best friend, Lori, shout out to Lori. Um, she caught me and she's like, wait, how do you say Matt's last name again? And I said, Somers. And she goes, that's not right. And then you heard it, overheard it. And I was like, oh no. I was like, Matt, I was like, I've been saying this since my sophomore year in college that back in 2015. 
2015, fall of 2015, yep. I have been saying your last name wrong, and I find out just now. And I had to, well, not saying this is alcoholically, but I had to take a shot that night because I I was told to because that's just so embarrassing for a roommate for life calling your best friend your, your last name incorrectly. <laughs> I thought it was funny, honestly. After like the third time, I was like, you know what? Let's just see how long this can go on for. And people, I think I even had like two people come up to me like, doesn't he say your name wrong? He's like, yeah, I'm just waiting to see like, <laughs> see if Wait, like when he's when was notice. this happening? <laughs> this was like senior year. So, so you knew, but you never told me. That's because I wanted to see how long it was going to take for you to figure so out. So then you acted stupid when no, you finally I was just caught going me. along with a joke. Uh, or maybe you just yes. were completely oblivious to it. I was until like junior senior year someone mentioned it and i was like hey you know what that's right i guess he doesn't say it right you little but I jerk didn't really care. like <laughs> i knew we were still good friends like it is what it is oh my gosh it is what it is <laughs> <laughs> matt the next time i say something stupid or i incorrectly do something you better tell me <laughs> you have my word from now on that's oh my goodness that's awful but yeah now now i know and it was kind of funny when we did our first podcast together and i'm like mr matt summers <laughs> didn't want to say summers because that would have been a somber moment but um, which way does it feel better saying summers or sombers well the o throws me off it, it throws a lot of people the off. The O totally threw me off, and I think that's what made me say Summers. Yeah. I feel like I have to put a little more effort in when I say Summers. Like, because if I hold the the O in, in your last name long enough, it turns into Summers. So I mm-hmm. have to say Matt Summers. Like, I have to, like, exert enough energy for me to say Summers instead of Summers. Like, Summers is kind of more of a lazadaisical, like, way of saying your last name. But Summers is obviously the correct way to say it. So if I had yeah. to pick, obviously it's easier for me to say Summers. But my brain is like, no, there's an O in there. You need to say Summers. Summers yeah, don't don't say. feel too bad because a lot of people do mess it up. Like wow. it's, it's 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 definitely you know it's not only is it the O that throws people off, but then there's two M's and it's not the easiest last name to say. Let's let's say that. Well, and then people think Gambita. They obviously think I'm part of the Gambino like mafia. Yeah. So <laughs> last names can be tricky. Yes, last names certainly can be tricky. If you have a last name yourself, make sure you leave it. Uh, you know, in our social media, follow us on social media and let us know uh, your worst embarrassing moment. Funny business entertainment. You can find that anywhere on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. When we come back from our commercial break, Matt's going to jump into some sports. And, of course, the most anticipated segment of our show, it is our Take It segment. Don't go anywhere. All right. Welcome back. Uh, Jumping right into the sports segments for today. Let's start off with uh, something that had Twitter up in a buzz last week. Um, It is the reveal that LeBron James had on his Instagram of the new Space Jam 2 logo. Space Jam A New Legacy, I believe, is set to come out in 2021. LeBron James is going to be the star, along with Bugs Bunny. Um, And people are big mad. They do not like the new logo, and I'm going to admit I'm one of them. Um, I personally loved Space Jam as a kid. Like, it was my favorite movie. Like, I watched it all the time. And I don't like the fact that they changed the logo. 
Maybe it's because I'm a simple-minded person and I like things the way that they are. <laughs> but this new logo is trash. I know, our, Matt. I know our take it segment is not until the the latter half of this podcast. But as somebody who creates logos and and is somebody of the field, I don't mind the logo itself. Now, now here, now here's a couple of things. We're gonna break it down. Obviously, you're you're talking from a consumer perspective. I'm obviously mm-hmm. gonna talk about from the the creator standpoint. So, number one, the font and the likeness of the original Space Jam is located in this logo. Obviously, for those who are not at home, if you're Googling it right now, feel free to do so. We'll wait a couple seconds. But um, I'll agree to Matt, that Space Jam was such a phenomenal movie with Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny, and the whole cast itself. Um, but if you're just looking at the Space Jam logo now, I think some of us are like, okay, it's sort of similar. The font is slightly the same. The rings that are going around Space Jam itself do represent the original Space Jam logo. But I think here's my take on this. Number one, when was the original Space Jam uh, released? That is a good question. <laughs> Wait, did you I, wanna, it, I was definitely... <laughs> 19-something? I say like, yeah, I want to say like 96 90, or something like that. Like, like the Bulls. Yes. Like, yeah, it was it was definitely while he was yeah. um you know winning all those titles with the Bulls. But but my thing with uh, while Matt is looking up uh you know when the the original Space Jam was released um I I think to me Matt it gives us two vibes right here. Number 1 it's going to bring back some memories of the original Space Jam. But number 2 I really feel like that this new Space Jam logo brings as it says on the bottom, a new legacy. So, yes, it's going to bring some moments back from the original Space Jam, but I also can believe it's not going to be a cookie-cutter repeat from the original Space Jam. That's true, but I also think that's why people don't like it, because they're going to compare it to the first one. Well, I mean, we can compare Star Wars 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3, 7, 8, 9, and we could have this whole total debate again. So it's like... <laughs> well, but Star Wars is different. I mean, there were books like yeah. written for them. Mm-hmm. Space Jam, they're kind of coming up with this on their own. And I think it was a movie that people had such a fond bonding with that they don't want to see it ruined, which I think is what's happening with me. Like, I like LeBron, but I loved Space Jam, and I don't see it meeting the high expectations that I have. So I feel like no matter what, I'm going to be disappointed, which is maybe going into effect with this logo. Yeah, I know. I could totally. I, I, I think what we need to look at, Matt, is when the trailer is released. I mean, obviously, you can only judge. You can't judge a book by, book by its cover. But I feel like the trailer will kind of give us a sense into what exactly is going to go into this whole Space Jam movie. I mean, here's my thing. And, and I guess this is where our predictions come in. I think the aliens are going to come back. Like those those aliens that came back stole the powers of uh, you know Mad- was it Magic Johnson Larry Bird, um, no 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 was, those are those are older was, ones. Was Charles Barkley in there? I think Jar- Charles was in yeah, there. Barkley was in there. Um, Scotty Pippen. Yeah. So like have been. Yeah. I I think they're gonna take the new powers away from other individuals. Um, and, and who knows? I mean, I I don't think we've seen any spoilers from anything like that, but. Obviously, LeBron being LeBron, it's probably going to be his best friends. So, like, D. Wade is going to be a part. Um, Chris Paul, another person. Anybody I that I gets... saw, I think I saw Clay Thompson 
was going to be one of them. Anthony Davis, I think maybe Draymond. Oh, God, my favorite yeah. player. Yes. yes <laughs> our, I should I say know. our favorite player. Yes. <laughs> that could be another sports segment about how Draymond Green thinks he can get a max contract <laughs> when he's just absolutely <laughs> trash. Um, <laughs> Draymond, if you day. listen to this, screw you. Yes, I'm saying yes. it just like Chipotle. Just, I, I don't like you, Draymond. <laughs> I really, really don't. And I will firmly say I do not like you. <laughs> just throwing some shots, shots fired from, from Mike. But um, I really feel like it's going to have some of the similarities to it. But I feel like people are going to complain if it's like, well, like, why did they make another Space Jam movie when it was just the same exact thing as Space Jam? Like, I feel like that's the reason why they're trying to differentiate these two. But I feel like there's going to be some similarities with the both. I also wonder, and now I heard this, someone brought this up on um, the internet the other day. Are kids going to like this movie? Because do they know who Bugs Bunny is? I think you bring a really good point, Matt, because it, it would almost be like, oh, well, um, oh gosh. <laughs> See, I'm not hip with these these uh these child movies. It's the one with the dogs. Is it Rescue? No. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you but know, I don't know the name. Wow. Of the movie. Anybody who's a parent <laughs> knows is, what I'm talking is, about. This is Paw, radio right Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Yes, there we go. <laughs> like I could see Paw Patrol being a part of it, but I think really what the directors are looking for is to bring back a demographic that knew about Bugs Bunny. The kids who are growing up and watching LeBron James, like some kids were watching Michael Jordan at the time, and they're kind of melding those two together. So it's like, well, I remember Space Jam when it was out the first time, but then you have kids that love basketball. It's like, oh my goodness, LeBron James is going to be in his own movie, and then they're going to get exposed to the Looney Tunes, and then Looney Tunes or whatever the Warner Brothers, I think that's the, yep. the corporation. Warner Brothers is going to get much more profit because they're bringing those two together and they're introducing new demographics to their kind. I, I think that's definitely what they're hoping for. Um, like, I'm definitely going to see the movie just because I loved the first one. And I think it's definitely going to do well with our age demographic. Um, I'm just curious to see how the new kids, I think they'll, I think the newer generation will like it a lot more than our generation just because it's LeBron and they love LeBron and they don't know Jordan as much. Maybe, maybe that could be my next trip down when I go see Jenna is like, we went to go see star Wars, the rise of Skywalker. Now we can go see space jam again. (laughs) I, I, yeah, I'm interested to see how it turns out. Same. Uh, moving right along to another NFL quarterback. So last, last week we talked about uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady losing his mind. He's over the hill. <laughs> this week we're going to talk about maybe my favorite quarterback in the league and the, definitely the funniest quarterback in the league. That is Jameis Winston. So he was a former quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and is now going to be the backup for Drew Brees in New Orleans with the Saints. But the story here is that Jameis Winston had LASIK eye surgery over the offseason. Mike, this man was a quarterback, and he couldn't see. So he's blind. No, yes, and to, to, to make things worse, he was the number one overall pick. He won a Heisman Trophy. He won a national championship in college with Florida State, and he could not see. Now, he said... That after his surgery, he can now read license plates and street signs that he could not before. How is this man getting paid millions of dollars to throw a football and and he can't see? Now, to make things worse, Mike, I don't know if you know this stat. Last year, 
He was the first quarterback in NFL history to throw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions in a season. So he went 30 for 30. Yes. Yep. 30 for 30. Oh my God. How do you pay this man millions of dollars and he, he can't even do his job? Well, I mean, he did his job pretty well for being blind. So, Matt, I, I think I'm going to reference us because I feel like that's the best way to explain it. Both of us have at least prescribed some type of um, visual assistance. Um, yours is obviously a little bit more intense than mine is, but I can relate to to Winston because when I drive at night and when I've been staring at the computer screen too long or reading too long, um, I either get a headache or I just visually can't see it that well. So I'm required, not required, but I'm advised to wear the prescription glasses that I got. Now, I, of course, have done the, you know, the good old take the glasses off, see the difference, take, put the glasses back on to see the difference. Seeing road signs. Now, I, I hope it's not, you know, I'm seeing road signs from, I don't know, a six feet distance. Like, I'm hoping that these, like, distances between when he can actually see now are like farther beyond itself too but in a football game you never had the vision of i don't want to call it 2020 vision but close to 2020 vision of you actually being able to see your own players because at times we both know football games not everybody's right in front of your face they're definitely far away and to get the trajectory and all that you need somewhat good vision in order for you to see so apparently anything that was 20 yards or farther was blurry to him. So I'm trying to think 10 yards, 20. Oh. 20 yards is a, I mean, for a quarterback, sometimes you throw the ball 30 yards down the field. That's pretty bad to not be able to see. <laughs> also, his nickname was Jameis Squinston. Squinston. Because he kept squinting on the sidelines. <laughs> and he was doing this in college. So funny. <laughs> How do you draft a guy, not even just draft him, but the first pick in the draft, and he just can't see? I, I... To make things worse, I'll throw this out. Yeah, I'm ready for it. There's three quarterbacks on the Saints. Drew Brees, Jameis Winston, and then they have another backup, Taysom Taysom Hill, who's been with the team for a few years. Career passes. Jameis Winston has thrown more interceptions to Saints players than Taysom Hill has completions to his own teammates. That's insane. This man, he's just so funny to watch on the field. Like, it's just hysterical that he waits, like, six years after he gets drafted in the league <laughs> to get eye surgery now i just i can't imagine it now of course we we can't we can't um you know assume until we're in the shoes of the individual but who knows maybe he actually didn't I hate to say it you said he get paid millions of dollars but you never know what else he had to pay for first in order for him to get lasik eye surgery like i feel like that's kind of the the motivation behind it maybe he had a bunch of things to pay off or maybe he had a bunch of things to give back to or whatnot but He's also not the smartest guy in the world, so that could play a factor too. Could be too. I I think, really, I Matt, I kind of want to hear your vision story as far as like you know your you having glasses and contacts. Like I I kind of want to hear like this is a funny story. Yeah. So I was complaining that I couldn't see very at a very young age, like first second grade. So I went to go to get an eye uh, appointment with an eye doctor, and they told me I was faking because I just wanted glasses. <laughs> we come into third grade recess playing football ironically oh really <laughs> i i get hit in the eye like with a spiral right to the eye <laughs> sorry i'm not so, laughing at no you know, it's, just... it's funny now so my pupil goes from normal size down to like a pin <laughs> so i go to the nurse's office like yeah you have to go see an eye specialist right now so my mom picked me up from school we went to the eye doctor 
And he's like, yeah, his eye's fine. But did you know that he can't see? Like, really? I, like, we, this was a different eye doctor. Okay, this I was going like to say, same doctor or different doctor? <laughs> yes. This was, this was a better doctor, a child specialist. He's like, yeah, he can't see, like, at all. I was like, yeah, really? I've been trying to tell this dude for, like, the past two years that I can't see. And that's how I got glasses. I... <laughs> Maybe I'm going to be in an NFL quarterback. You never know, man. You never, That's... you never know. But I'm excited to see what Jameis does because I think he has a lot of potential. And now that he can see, um, he's probably not going to start this year, but down the line, you never know what's going to happen. Moving on to our final segment. <sighs> I feel like la- last week was... Yeah, let's talk about last week. Yeah, well, yeah, Let's okay. talk about last week. All right, all right. So if all you right. didn't tune in, the topic was what's better... Waffles or pancakes? I obviously chose waffles, and Mike stupidly chose pancakes. Oh, shut up! <laughs> and we made a bet that if the listeners uh, voted for waffles, that Mike would have to make me waffles, and if they voted for pancakes, that I would have to make him pancakes. And Mike, I think it's safe to say it was a landslide. Not really, Matt. It, it was. It was mostly a landslide. You want to know what's funny? What's funny? Because I'm the guy who schedules the social media posts. Yes. There's still a couple of days left on the Facebook poll. There is, but the Twitter poll is much more uh, favoring waffles than yeah. the Facebook poll. And they both have waffles. But let's put so, it, the, let's an, put it an this way. Now. Announcement. Let's put it yeah. this way. What if okay. the Facebook wins pancakes over waffles? Do we both? No, it's got to be total votes. Do no, we both? Be, okay. Total. Well, yeah, it's got to be total votes. We're going to have to figure that out. But yes. what if, what right, if we as end of up. Now, as of now, Waffles has won. As of Friday when this is released or as of two as of, one, as of Monday? As of recording this podcast. <laughs> I almost as forgot of, what as day of it is. recording this podcast. <laughs> Waffles has won. So I uh, don't really Well, it looks like I'm going to have to put the apron on sometime when you when yeah. this quarantine's over and make you waffles. And you're going to be making me waffles with blueberries in them because they can go in. But you also, Matt, you're going to have to bring a waffle maker because I'm I not can, buying I, a waffle yes, maker. Yes, that's, that's reasonable. <laughs> so moving on to this week's um, I'm going to take a lot of crap for this week's because I know the position that you're going to take and the people are not going to be happy with me. But Mike, the question I have for you, who has better music? Katy Perry or Taylor Swift? I'm just going to go right in because I know what you're going to say. T-Swift is the goat. The goat. All of her songs are phenomenal. She has songs that can get you pumped. She's got pop songs. If you're in a sad... Sometimes you want to listen to sad music if you're in a sad mood. She's got a lot more sad songs than Katy Perry does, and they are bangers. All around, her, her the top five songs that she has, you could whatever songs you think they are, they're better than Katy Perry's top ten. Well, Matt, I, I, I'm going to have to disagree with you because of the simple fact that... Uh, Katy Perry is Katy Perry, and yes, you can say T Swift is T Swift and Taylor Swift, but um, your whole, you know, your whole stance on Taylor Swift, I don't know if it's just because that she's a local gal to you guys in that uh, you know Allentown area of some sorts, but let me go off with uh, Miss Katy Perry here. Katy Perry, actually, let me let me flip it back first to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has beef with anybody that breathes on her. It's and, because they all they all 
wreck her for no reason. Or maybe it's Taylor Swift wrecking them, and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna write a song about teardrops on my guitar, or I'm just well, gonna shake it off. songs about stuff that happens in their life. Let me tell you something. Firework by Katy Perry, the most inspirational song that she has <laughs> written. I'm totally being sarcastic with it, but the music video of fireworks shooting out of her breasts, like, T-Swift can't do that. She could have. She wanted to. Oh, yeah, she can but do anything she wants. She is she like didn't. clean. She didn't because she had a bone to pick with somebody, an individual. Now, let me tell you something. Bad Blood, I think if I'm correct, was against Katy Perry. You know what Katy it Perry was. did? She didn't say anything. Actions speak louder than words. Yeah, because she knows she got dissed by T-Swift and she couldn't top it. Because she didn't care? And she knew no, that she knew she was going to lose her own her own way of things is because she was Taylor Swift was just trying to make money over a song. Like, really? No. Let me tell you Please, something else. No. Roar, the best 2014 song of all time about the eye of a champion. You're going to hear me roar like it, it. it's it's so inspirational. And thinking of you is another one, too, that is just like a nice little like. Nice little, like, pat on the head. Now, let me tell you something this, Matt. Katy Perry is a social media mogul, let me tell you. Because before Barack Obama came onto Twitter, she was the number one person followed on Twitter. I don't think that was achieved up until 2000 and, what was it, 15, 16, around that time. Like, Mm -hmm. Katy Perry was the king of social media. And, like, all the T-Swift fans, now, gosh... Matt, you're making me pick a side that, of course, I'm going to have a bunch of crap when it comes to the T-Swift fans that are going to be attacking us if they hear this on Twitter. I'm, I think there's more T-Swift haters on Twitter than than supporters, but I am always going to be a T-Swift supporter. Well, Matt, I know your playlist, <laughs> and your playlist is strictly Taylor She's Swift. She's my number one streamed artist on Spotify. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> but, Matt, I mean, with Katy Perry herself, like... Now, now, now I'll be honest. Both of them kind of, like, dipped a little bit. Like... We don't hear them as much as we used to. I guess let, mm-hmm. let's let's come to an agreement with that, at least in this take it segment, that they both haven't brought music back. Now, I feel like Katy Perry, though, in comparison to Taylor Swift, has kind of circulated in the news a little bit more. And on top of that, I believe Katy Perry actually has come out and talked about the fight between Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. I believe she has. But T-Swift also took down Kanye and Kim Kardashian a few weeks ago. I don't know if you saw that. But if we're talking about the true distance in beef, which, you know, I, I could I could, I could, commend T-Swift for taking down Kanye and Kim K, like, for all we care about. But Katy Perry was actually the first one to open up about the T-Swift-Katy Perry argument between each other. Yeah, but she got owned in the music video for Reputation. She got, she got owned in the songs. Like, T-Swift just completely owned her. So in order for her to make money, she's going to write about literally, and I'm going to say it again, the teardrops on her guitar because she can't. Are you you making fun of teardrops on my guitar? Uh Uh-huh. I'm making fun of it, Matt. Because. (laughs) Friendship is over. (laughs) Hey, Matt. What? Why don't you just shake it off? (laughs) I am going to shake it off. Anyway. No. Taylor Swift has more hits than Katy Perry by far. Even her newer album that came out last year is fire. Paper Rings is a bop. Uh, she's got... There's just so many more options you can listen to Taylor Swift for uh, over Katy Perry. I Okay. You know, I... Here, here's the thing, Matt. 
I feel like a legacy is going to be made. And I feel like Katy Perry has already made that legacy. And I think Taylor Swift is still trying to find that legacy. Because, no, 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 no. here's the thing, Matt. Katy Perry once did country. Then she did pop. Then she went back to country. And then it was like a techno pop. And then, where is she now? She's like still singing teardrops on her guitar still. Does whatever she wants because she's the queen. Well, I mean, you still have to compete with Beyonce, but that, of course, is like a whole different, totally new topic as far as... I don't want to tackle the beehive. The beehive, the beehive, as they call them. (laughs) I I don't know, Matt. I I feel like your sense of loyalty and promise to T-Swift is certainly blinding your true passion and feeling over Katy Perry. Nope. Taylor Swift's been more consistent over career than Katy Perry and that is a fact you sound brainwashed no I'm not it's just the facts look at look at her albums she's got like four uh, not four she's got hits on every single album she has all of her songs are for the most part quality on every album but I mean Katy Perry has that same exact thing too Eh, not as much as T-Swift okay T-Swift's got more so there's I Kissed a Girl yep part of me okay um Oh, California girls, especially the music video. Mm-hmm. Like it was Snoop Dogg, Snoop Snoop, Snoop D O double G. Like yep. having yep. that. Um, what else? Roar. I'm still thinking of. I think that's overrated. By the way, I'm not a big fan. Well, of you never had a senior class video made by me, so that's a fact. Still a fantastic song to choose for senior video. Um, if obviously you were 2014 grad, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, I mean... So let I, me throw some at you. Okay. Right, we got Teardrops from Our Guitar, Our Song, Love Story, You Belong With Me, 22, uh, We're Never Getting Back Together, Shake It Off. Uh, on the new album, you got Paper Rings, uh, Cruel Summer. I'm, I'm missing some goldies, too. Uh, back to December, All Too Well, Soon You'll Get Better. What's what's that one called? I can't think of it off the top of my head. So you're calling uh, New Year's Day. You're New calling Year's yourself Day. a T Swift fan. And you still can't ramble off all those those choices. I just rambled off a lot more than you did. Yeah, because I'm not a T Swift fan. No, I rambled off more than you did for Katy Perry. Yeah, because Katy Perry doesn't need a bunch of songs in order for her to be popular. She needs a couple of great songs. Whereas like T Swift is doing a couple, just a couple great songs. Taylor Swift. Would you rather a have a hundred dollars in a hundred dollar bill or a hundred dollars in in dollar bills dollar bills why because you what are you going to use with those dollar bills Matt whatever you want no really people don't take hundred dollar bills anyway so I want the change <laughs> boom roasted I didn't see that one coming out you didn't did I wanted you? to see if your mind was Bam. in the gutter <laughs> Bam. Uh, Swift. well I, I think Matt we're going to quantity and quality over Quantity over quality. Really? You want quantity more quantity than quality? Quantity and quality over Katy Perry. Okay. All right. All right. So so, so are we throwing another bet down like we did the waffles? <laughs> waffles no, and pancakes? because I'm not confident that, that uh, the social media oh, is going to be so you're afraid, Matt. No, I'm not afraid. You're afraid I know that, that people, you're going to hear... I know people, I know people like... Some people, most people like Katy Perry better. That doesn't make them right. That's just... That's the majority. So you're going to hear the fans of Katy Perry roar. I'm going to hear them complain about me. Hey, Matt. Yeah. What about Mobamba? Nope. That's irrelevant. That is, <laughs> that is absolutely irrelevant. Nope. Come on. It's a good song. 
No, it's not. It's actually the worst song of all time. What if for... What if Sheck Wes and Taylor Swift did a collab of Mobamba? Would you listen to it? Probably because Taylor Swift would actually say actual words other than uh, uh, <laughs> that's that's the whole that's Mo Bamba right there. Just saying it. Check West or Taylor Swift or I mean Taylor Swift's record company. I mean, let's be honest here. If you are listening, let's make it happen. So Matt will have to listen to some type of Mo Bamba and actually enjoy the remix of Taylor Swift and Check West. But. Um, Folks, as you are probably aware, if you follow us on social media, we do follow up the following day with our Take It topic of the week. Um, So make sure, let your voices be known and heard on our social media, Funny Business Entertainment, Funny Business Entertainment on Instagram, Funny Business N, all one word, on Twitter, and you can find us on Funny Business Entertainment on Facebook because we certainly put out polls the day after it's done. So if you feel like, you know, you want to hear yourself roar, you want to be a part of this, you kind of kissed a girl and you liked it, um, certainly vote for Katy Perry. Or if you want to shake off Mike's terrible argument, you know, find the true love story that I have with Taylor Swift. Uh, Matt, and if you lose, you'll just have teardrops on your guitar because just like Taylor Swift, you'll probably write a song about it. So <laughs> I'm just going to be listening to Taylor Swift all night now. I'm, pretty, I'm in a good mood. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this edition of the podcast. Still trying to get on Apple Podcasts, but make sure you rate us five stars when that gets there. Share it with your friends, your family, your brothers, your sisters, your mothers, anything that you want. I think it's definitely a good pod to listen to. I'm being completely biased because that's just how we are. Yep. If you have a high school friend you haven't talked to in a while, you know, let, maybe you both listen to the podcast and you'll have some more conversations to have right there. Or maybe you can do a Zoom party and listen to the podcast yeah. together. Yep. I'm totally with those ideas, Matt. I don't know there's, about you. There's so many ways that we can that you can enjoy the Funny Business Podcast. Certainly. And thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. We will catch you guys in the next week. Stay safe. Stay safe.